Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code FANTASYFEAST to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. It's time to eat. What are you hungry for? Sit down and get ready to consume an abundance of fantasy football knowledge from Ross Tucker and Joe Dolan. Feed me now! On the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast. Yeah, let's eat, baby. It is the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast, presented, of course, by DraftKings. We are rolling now here in the month of August. Preseason week one kicks off tomorrow night. I'm beyond excited for that, including me being in Baltimore for that Eagles Ravens game on Saturday night. Should be awesome. Preseason, a great time to help us with our fantasy football drafts, including best ball over at DraftKings. Speaking of that, by the way, if you missed it, go back and listen to Joe's quarterback tiers. Go back and listen to Joe's running back tiers. There is no better way to differentiate these groups than by going through and looking at them in tears. I'm Ross Tucker. I think most of you know that. Former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, at Ross Tucker NFL on social media. Press box food season starts Saturday, so get fired up for that. For those videos, you can always listen to the show or watch it, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Follow us at Ross Tucker Pod on Twitter and IG and Facebook. That's where you get the best social clips from the show so you can see what the highlights were. The star of this show is Joe Dolan. Uh, I think he's the best fantasy analyst out there and has an awesome, awesome personality to go with it. Sometimes guys, you know, know the know the content, but it's not how they deliver it. Love the way Joe delivers it. Follow him on social media like his mother does at FG underscore Dolan. He is the fantasy gangster. And I can't highly recommend fantasypoints.com enough. Use the code 23FEAST when you sign up to get all of their information. Joe, we'll dive into the receivers momentarily because there's obviously a lot to get to at this position. I will just say this. I despise, and I'll talk about this on tomorrow's Ross Tucker football podcast, when people say preseason is meaningless. Preseason, Joe, isn't even close to meaningless for fantasy purposes. Not even Uh close. 
Oh, no. And uh, there was a lot of a big controversy, Ross. Well, not controversy, but people were talking about uh, – um, official depth charts uh, or team official depth charts on on Twitter yesterday, and I had to throw out a little bit of a story that my first job out of college was was with the Philadelphia Eagles working for their website. And what happens is the team's PR director sits down with the coach at that time, Andy Reid, and basically they come up with a BS depth chart. Some of it's a lot of it's accurate, most of it isn't uh, in terms of like the young players. They literally then feed that to the website staff, me included, and that's the person who puts that depth chart out. I was 22 years old, and I was the one who was putting out the official depth chart. So that just goes to show you how official those things are. And I think the thing was B. John Robinson was third string on the Falcons depth chart. Come on. Um, but what, what we can do, Ross, is look at what what strings a player is playing with. Is this player getting snaps with the first team? Is he getting snaps exclusively with the second team, exclusively with the third team? It's a little bit harder than in years past, though, because I think teams have gotten, quite frankly, smarter about not getting guys injured in the preseason. They don't want to expose their first team so much. Um, but we do want to see how these rookies look. Um, if if they're getting first-team snaps, if they're getting high second-team snaps, it is absolutely vital to keep an eye on on some of these trends. Who's in the game ahead of who? So, like, for instance, I think a lot of people are going to be focusing on the Dallas Cowboys. Who's the backup running back to Tony Pollard? All right, who's going to be the first guy in there? Who's going to get the most snaps with the first team? Who's going to get the most snaps with the second team? That's going to be something that we're absolutely going to, to, to follow, and we are going to discuss here on the podcast in the weeks coming forward. It's a really good point, um, Joe. They don't, you know, whether it's guys that play or don't play. You know, last year... Damian Pierce not playing for the Texans in the second and third preseason game was a great sign for him because that showed they thought he was that valuable. Absolutely. That is 100% the truth. So, you know, oh, the rest in this guy, that's great news. So there are going to be some eye-opening playing time issues from the preseason, no doubt about that. And I talk a lot, Joe, about, you know, preseason games, how much I love them. You can be there with me in Baltimore, if you'd like to be, on Saturday night. The cheapest ticket right now on the Game Time app is $23. So for $23, you can go with your family. I think that's amazing, to be honest with you. Like, to be able to go to M&T Bank Stadium to see two really good teams. Now, look, it's not going to be the starters the whole time. Does your 7-year-old know that? Does your 4-year-old know that? And by the way... The starters might be more likely to come over to the stands or say hi or whatever. If there's a reason why Game Time's the fastest growing ticketing app. They've got the Game Time guarantee, which means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. I only have the Game Time app on my phone. I don't use any other. Why would you use any other apps? They guarantee you the lowest price. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code FEAST for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code FEAST for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Joe, it seems like 
Justin Jefferson is guaranteed to be a, a pretty good selection in fantasy football this year. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, I, I, uh, I mean, he's pretty much the consensus number one pick right now. At our 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 guy John Hanson, you know, John always likes to try to be ahead of uh, ahead of the curve. Actually, had him ranked at number two um, this year behind Jamar Chase. But uh, Ross, something happened uh, uh, a couple weeks ago uh, or a week or so ago. Um, J- Justin Jefferson, I have in a tier unto his own, the elite. Um, I, it, I look, nobody's ever had a two thousand receiving yard season in the NFL. If somebody's going to do it, Justin Jefferson's a pretty good bet. Adam Thielen is no longer there. Now, they might have upgraded that by uh, by drafting Jordan Addison, but he is a rookie. Justin Jefferson is the consensus number one pick. I don't think there's a huge advantage to picking number one overall this year. Some years there is, other years there isn't. I don't think this is a year when I have a huge preference as to where I pick in the first round. But Justin Jefferson, if I had the first pick in my draft and it was a standard um, and it was a standard draft, not super flex, I would take Justin Jefferson. So what, why is he, Joe, that much higher than your next, you know, your next guy? Uh, Jamar Chase, you have him as would be elite, but oh, Joe yeah, Jamar, Burrow. J- Jamar Chase would be in that tier if Joe Burrow was healthy right now. And then, of course, he had the comments with Andrew Siciliano. I'm not sure if you saw those, Ross, but he had the comments with Andrew Siciliano when he's like to Joe Burrow, "Yo, dude, I don't want you out there week one. I want you out there week. I want you to be ready for the playoffs." Like now, I don't think ju- I don't think Jamar Chase knows exactly how long it's going to take Joe Burrow. Uh, to recover from this calf injury, but it, it was a calf injury that did not look great. Um, it We clearly avoided worst-case scenario, which would have been the Achilles, but as we are sitting here on August 9th, it appears there is a chance Joe Burrow is not ready for the start of the season. Um, their backup quarterback, I believe, is Trevor Simeon. They went out and uh, went out and signed him. Um, they, uh, they have Jake Browning, I think, on that team. So Trevor Simeon, capable backup quarterback. Not the kind of guy who's going to get number one overall production out of Jamar Chase. Your next tier is the locked-in first-rounders. Tyree Kill, Stephon Diggs, Cooper Cup, CeeDee Lamb, and A.J. Brown. Joe, is this where we're at now where this many receivers go in the first round instead of running backs now? Yep. Uh, So the first round right now... Occasionally, you'll see a guy like Lamb or Brown like slip to the turn. Um, I don't see it too often, um, but like, look, I we we've just listed seven wide receivers who are kind of locked in first rounders. There are three running backs who are locked into the first round right now. That would be um, that would be Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, and Bijan Robinson. Um, you know, Bijan Robinson's the RB three on his own depth chart, and he's the RB three in all of fantasy football. And then, of course, Travis Kelsey's a first rounder. That's eleven players. So then we're going to get to somebody in our next tier who one of these guys is going to sneak into the first round. Maybe it'll be Nick Chubb as well. But these guys are all first rounders. They all carry a first round ADP. They all are defensible first rounders. I kind of like Tyreek Hill. Not kind of. I definitely like Tyreek Hill. The most of this group. Um, and part of that reason is because Cooper Cup is now dealing with an injury. Um, so we have to follow what, what Cooper Cup's um, recovery status uh, from his hamstring is. But all of these guys are locked in first rounders. They are all hammer wide receiver ones for fantasy purposes. No concern, Joe, with CeeDee Lamb with the Cowboys getting Brandon Cooks and Gallup a year removed from the ACL that maybe Dak spreads it around a little bit more? 
The the thing about C.D. Lamb that I would be a little more concerned about is the offensive changes. Uh, I, I think they're going to go. I think, what did Mike Mike McCarthy called it the Texas Coast offense? All right, like uh, all right, dude. Uh, but like I think they want to go to more West Coast um, offense. Um, now I would think C.D. Lamb in an offense that features a lot of timing, quick game routes would thrive in that kind of offense. But he and Dak have been have kind of. Uh, improvised a lot over the years. I wonder if that might hurt him. I have no issues, though, with them getting more receivers in, in the mix. Um, I think C.D. Lamb, maybe if he loses some volume, he can make up for it with efficiency. I'm not concerned about that with him. Your next tier is the kind of tier I like. First round production, second round cost. You got Amon Ra St. Brown, Garrett Wilson, Devonte Adams and Chris Olave. Yeah, my autocorrect named him Chris Olive, but Chris uh, Olive, yeah, that, I like <laughs> yeah, that. But, but we got a. Uh, I'm looking at this tier and like, look, I'm on Ross St. Brown is definitely my favorite of this group. Um, who else is catching passes in Detroit right now with Jamison Williams? And by the way, according to Dan Campbell, Jamison Williams isn't catching passes. Um, so I mean, right now their top three targets might be I'm on Ross St. Brown a rookie running back and a rookie tight end. Who else is catching passes there? So Amon Ross St. Brown is the guy I like the most of this. If, if you draft Amon Ross St. Brown in the first round, I have no problem with it. The other guys there are a couple questions about. Garrett, well, is Aaron Rodgers truly going to be back? So I'm, I'm optimistic about it. I'm certainly more optimistic than I would be if Zach Wilson was starting for the Jets, but there are questions for Garrett Wilson. Devontae Adams, how much, how much is he going to click with Jimmy Garoppolo, as great as we know Devontae Adams is? And Chris Olave, I kind of struggled what tier to put him in. But the question here is, how does he click with Derek Carr? Um, is Michael Thomas going to be healthy? What's the status in the backfield there? So there are some questions about these guys. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown is probably a tier above. The reason I didn't have him in the tier above, though, is you can generally get him in the second round, which is a phenomenal buy. And one of the reasons that I'm excited to pick at the back end of the first round this year is I could start my draft. C.D. Lamb, Amon Ross St. Brown, A.J. Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown, and really gobble up some values at running back in the middle rounds. I think that's a phenomenal start this year. And some of these second-round wide receivers uh, is enabling a really sexy receiver-receiver start. In my opinion, the official beer of fantasy football is Labatt Blue Light. Drink some Labatt Blue Lights with your boys while you're drafting your fantasy team. Live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer. Labatt USA. Buffalo, New York. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joe, before we get to the next tier, I should have mentioned this earlier. As a reminder, you take advantage of any of our sponsors, any of them. Send me an email, ross at rosstucker.com, and say, I want to go in the next best ball draft with you and Joe. Just so you know, it's me and Joe, 10 of you, and the winner gets 500 bucks. So it's zero entry fee, zero 
And all you have to do to get in is take advantage of any of our sponsors that you hear on the show or on the sponsor tab at RossTucker.com, and you get a great chance. To, there's only two or three people that even sent me one yet. So you get a great chance to go against me and Joe in a best ball draft and win 500 bucks. Are you kidding me? I would hop on that right now if I were you. Maybe I'll just take the first 10 I get. Maybe that's the way I should do it. What about the next, uh, the next tier, Joe? You've got team wide receiver two, fantasy wide receiver one, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith, T. Higgins. All of these guys have a history of production of putting up top 12 fantasy kind of numbers, despite the fact that they are generally regarded, not generally regarded, all three of these guys have a player on their own team at their same position going ahead of them. Jalen Waddle has Tyreek Hill, Devontae Smith has A.J. Brown, T. Higgins has Jamar Chase. Obviously, the same caveats apply to Higgins as apply to Chase at this point, which is why I have him below Waddle and Smith. But both, all of these guys put up wide receiver one numbers for fantasy, meaning top 12, top 14, depending on the size of your league. And all of them are the second wide receiver drafted from their own teams. And, you know, it kind of makes sense. These are good teams that throw the ball to their good players. So yes, I would rather have the wide receiver two on the Philadelphia Eagles than I would the wide receiver one on the Atlanta Falcons. It's just kind of self-evident. So that's what these guys are. Sometimes you look at it and you're like, oh, I don't want that guy to be my wide receiver one. He's not even his own team's wide receiver one. Doesn't matter. The production is there. Your next tier is an interesting one. It's high-end wide receiver twos, and you've got Debo Samuel, Keenan Allen, DK Metcalf, Calvin Ridley, and Amari Cooper. You know, um, um, Amari Cooper, as a matter of fact, this might surprise you, Ross. Let's start with Amari Cooper here. He's never finished as a top 12 wide receiver in fantasy football. He's always kind of been in that 13 to 20 range. Um, but that's what this is. High-end wide receiver twos would be anybody from 13 to 18, something like that. And it wouldn't shock me if any of these guys end up having a top 12 season, especially Keenan Allen. Now, Keenan Allen is getting older. Um, there are questions. He had the injuries last year. But Kellen Moore goes there. They're going to open up that offense. Is Keenan Allen going to have an opportunity to put up wide receiver one numbers? I think so. So it wouldn't surprise me if any of these guys finish as a top uh, 12 kind of wide receiver. Debo Samuel is highly motivated this year. DK Metcalf was getting underdrafted all of last season because nobody thought Geno Smith was going to be good. Turns out Geno has proven to be very good. Calvin Ridley is one of the number one hype guys of of training camp right now. Um, Would not be shocked at all if these guys put up top 12 numbers. Totally agree. Fantastic, fantastic job. I'll be curious to see how all these guys do. Keenan Allen said they're moving them around a little bit more. We'll see how much that helps. What about the uh, breakout candidates and you're paying for it? Yeah, these guys are guys carrying top five round ADPs um, because the entire fantasy community is anticipating a breakout. That would be Jerry Judy. Uh, Jerry Judy's been a breakout candidate, it seems, for like the last 12 years. Christian Watson, who in a small sample put up Randy Moss-like numbers last year, but there's obviously the Jordan Love caveat here. Brandon Ayuk, who, you know, I think many would argue is actually the best pure wide receiver on the 49ers. And then, of course, Drake London. Now, I mentioned kind of in passing Drake London 
Uh, when I when I talked about those high end wide, yes, he's the number one wide receiver for the Atlanta Falcons. But how much are the Atlanta Falcons going to throw the ball? And Drake London put up big numbers last year at the end of the year. Of course. Kyle Pitts was injured and wasn't playing. So there are some questions about these guys. Um, can Jerry Judy stay on the field? Will Russell Wilson rebound? Is is Jordan Love any good? Is Brock Purdy any good? All of these questions um, around these guys, but the talent is undeniable for all of these players. I am targeting players in this tier as kind of a, a low-end wide receiver two or a high-end wide receiver three for fantasy. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Joe gives us all the help we need when it comes to fantasy football, but sometimes you need help for other things in life. Maybe you're at a crossroads in life. Maybe you're thinking about a career change. Maybe there's a relationship that that needs some TLC. I think a lot of us have been to therapy or know people that have, and it is just so beneficial to be able to talk with someone who's a professional and can hear you out. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm so glad we're at this point in society where people, when they feel like they need to talk to somebody, they take action. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash feast today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash feast. Joe, who's given us help? In the next category, the undervalued vets, Christian Kirk, Marquise Hollywood-Brown, Tyler Lockett, and Deontay Johnson. Uh, Christian Kirk, um, I, I've been of the mind all offseason that Kirk and and uh, Calvin Ridley should have their ADP squeezed. Why? Because we saw Kirk do it with Trevor Lawrence last year. We have That's still speculative with Calvin Ridley. Marquise Brown, look, I, I think that the Cardinals are going to stink. Is that to Marquise Brown's advantage? I mean... We'll see when Kyler Murray comes back, but in games without DeAndre Hopkins last year, Marquise Brown averaged over 10 targets per game. And if they're playing from behind, there's an opportunity for a lot of targets here for Hollywood Brown. Tyler Lockett's undervalued every year. Um, he's been undervalued since the day he walked through the door. This year they draft Jackson Smith and Jigba, so Tyler Lockett's getting pushed down draft boards yet again. Tyler Lockett's probably one of those guys I am going to... I am going to decide that when the train derails, that's when I'll get off of it. He has burned me in the past by being undervalued and I wasn't drafting him. Not the case this year. Meanwhile, Deontay Johnson, of course, everybody is like, oh, he can't catch the ball and he can't score a touchdown. And really, for a guy who had like 150 targets last year, he's like wide receiver 30 in ADP. I'll, I'll take some positive touchdown regression at that cost. Interesting next tier, Joe. Really interesting next tier. Productive in the past, but big questions. You've got Terry McLaurin, and then I've never seen this before. The Bucks wide receivers, DeAndre Hopkins, DJ Moore, and Michael Pittman. Let's throw Mike Williams in this category as well. Um, Mike Williams, by the way, they were talking. Kellen Moore might put him into the slot more, which would be very interesting. Um the the the, quest, the questions here are pretty obvious. 
Terry McLaurin is a really good receiver, but he's never been a big-time fantasy receiver because he's never had really good quarterback play. And I'm not sure he's getting it this year. I would be more confident if Jacoby Brissett was the starting quarterback in Washington. I just don't know what we're going to get from Sam Howell. The Buck wide receivers ADP is significantly suppressed right now. Kind of similar, quite frankly, to the Seahawks wide receivers last year when people did not feel good about the Seahawks quarterback competition. Potentially Baker Mayfield surprises us a little bit, but uh, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. Mike Evans, who's going for, I, I believe, his 10th consecutive uh, 1,000-yard season and is having a phenomenal camp, but people do not trust Baker Mayfield and or Kyle Trask right now. DeAndre Hopkins is going to the Titans. The Titans is where Hall of Fame wide receiver careers go to die, Ross. Uh, we talked about that on a couple of podcasts ago. Uh, Andre Johnson and Randy Moss have played in those uniforms. Julio Jones most recently. So I, I for some reason, I can't shake those vibes, um, and I don't think they're going to throw the ball a ton anyway. DJ Moore... I think there's a lot of folks out there who are trying to draw a parallel to A.J. Brown last year. A quarterback who wasn't necessarily accomplished as a passer goes and gets a number one wide receiver. There's been a great hookup between Justin Fields and D.J. Moore, but Justin Fields has not shown high-level ability as a passer just yet in the NFL. Michael Pittman is kind of like Terry McLaurin. He's that guy who's had some really good seasons but he was never, he's never really been a true difference maker for fantasy. And, of course, there's a quarterback competition in Indianapolis. So we have big questions about these guys. I love the next tier. Give me one more shot. Gabe Davis, Elijah Moore, George Pickens, Sky Moore. I think it's a little early to say that about George Pickens and Sky Moore, by the way. Yeah, I know. I, I, I just was struggling where to put these guys because I'm targeting them for fantasy. Sky Moore more so than Pickens. And here's, the, here's another drumbeat from these guys, these young players. Gabe Davis was injured last year. George Pickens had that bad stealer offense. Sky Moore never really got off the rookie schneid. And Elijah Moore was in the doghouse with the, with the Jets. The One of the drumbeats about all of these players, though, they're all showing up in training camp so far. Stefan Diggs is calling for a breakout season for Gabe Davis. The Browns are lining up Elijah Moore out of the backfield, and he's been, been one of their stars at camp. George Pickens is making a highlight-level grab every day. Sky Moore, oh, he's a completely different player this year. Kadarius Tony's already hurt. Sky Moore is going to be the slot receiver for, for the Kansas City Chiefs. So these guys who might have been on your fantasy team last year, oh, they're going to be the big breakout candidate. There's all excuses for why they didn't come through last year. This year, though, there's reasons to be optimistic about all of them. I wouldn't mind having any of these guys on my fantasy team again this year. Lastly, Joe, you've got the rookies ranked Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers, Jackson Smith and Jigba, and Quentin Johnston. What an episode. Tight ends next week along with preseason week one thoughts. I'm stuffed. We're done. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Feast podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker football podcast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.